It's time to get in the game. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Get in the Game podcast, the podcast where we explore ways to get off the sidelines, stop making excuses, and get in the game. I'm your coach, Trevor Dean, and today we're going to be talking about uh, being lukewarm and why that's a bad thing. So I've titled this one, Don't Be Lukewarm. We're going to go right into it today, and today's scripture is from Revelation, the last book in the Bible. This is... Um, the revelation of Jesus Christ is told to uh, the Apostle John um, while he was um, in exile late in life. And uh, it picks up in chapter 3, verses 15 through 16. And the verse says, this is Jesus speaking to the church of Laodicea. And it says, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. And so a little context for this, like I said, Jesus was addressing the church of Laodicea. And in his words to them, he mentions how they are lukewarm followers of him. And uh, that term at the end that he says, or or that phrase he says, I will spit you out of my mouth, should, should send chills to any believer who may be feeling like they're lukewarm. What does it mean to be lukewarm? So the definition is, uh, in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the first definition is it's moderately warm or tepid. And the second definition is lacking conviction or half-hearted. So why does Jesus use the illustration of being lukewarm? The term of being lukewarm, and some illustrations say like you're like lukewarm water, it's something that people can understand. Um, uh, it's water. It's it's something that uh, different temperatures resonate differently with people and, and, and what they would like to do with it. And it also shows how um, being lukewarm could be a problem. Like stagnant water, stagnant people. They see that lacking in conviction, lacking of wanting to do something. So we're going to go over both of those. And so he's talking to people who believe him believe in him, who claim to be followers of him. So in water, the the term of being lukewarm as in water, when it's cold, we think of water as being kind of refreshing or renewing. Um, and uh, it's kind of like uh, having a nice cold glass of water on a hot day. Like you're outside, you're, maybe you're working in the yard and you come inside and all you want is a nice big glass of ice cold water. On the hot side, when water is hot, like maybe boiling, it's, it's pure. It's free from what I say is free from the nasties or or any other thing that could cause any disease or or anything uh, like sickness or anything like that. But when it's lukewarm, when it's tepid, it's like stagnant. And it reminds me of like pond water or standing water. Now we've had in our, in our backyard, um, (coughs) excuse me, we had a, uh, a, a slow leak in one of our sprinkler valves and not like the actual sprinklers, but the actual valve that sends, sends water out to the sprinklers. And, uh, I had to replace that. But at the time we couldn't understand why there was standing water in the back and that water was gross. It was not only dirty because it was in uh, mud, 
uh, or in dirt was made mud. And then um, the longer it lasted in the sun and just stayed there, the more stuff started to grow in it. And you just can't have that sort of stuff in there. But when you, if we go back to actually drinking water, not just standing water, like outside, how off-putting is it uh, when you pick up a glass of water and you think maybe it's cold and it's just lukewarm? Like, in order to make it palatable at all, you either have to heat it up or you have to cool it down. Throw ice in it or you got to boil it and make, you know, make some hot tea from it or something like that. But that hot water can, can soothe in maybe a, like a sore throat type issue. Um, like if you have a sore throat, hot water is, is good for soothing that. Um, and then cold water is, like I said, good for being renewed, refreshed through that as well. It's the same with coffee. Honestly, um, I feel like recently in the last, you know, half decade, maybe decade, that, that cold brew coffee has been become really popular. So I only see cold brew and hot coffee, but you never see lukewarm coffee. No one asked for it for stale lukewarm coffee. That's just ridiculous. It's it's unappetizing, and it serves very little purpose. The only maybe the only saving grace is that for coffee, if it's just recently lukewarm, you could heat it back up. And so no one asks for lukewarm water. It's it, it's it's kind of uh, it doesn't mean that we don't drink it at times. Maybe we crack open a bottle of water because we're really thirsty, and it's not refrigerated. It might be it might be hot. We might struggle through it, or it might just be lukewarm. And that doesn't like I said. I'm not saying that we don't ever drink lukewarm water, but the principle of this is when it's cold, it's refreshing, and when it's hot, it's pure. The problem with Lukewarm water or stagnant water is, again, that stagnation. You're not moving anywhere. You're, you're not gaining any ground. Um, you're not uh, making any progress. When there's tepid standing water, that's when bacteria and things start to grow in the water. Uh, like I said, it's summer now, and mosquitoes are, are super prevalent in this time. And uh, everyone says that you need to make sure that you don't have any standing water or uh, pulling up anywhere or that your maybe your pool pumps make sure that they're up to you know working properly so that your pool filters right and doesn't allow mosquitoes to breed in those in that water because they can cause many many irritations and even can cause certain sicknesses and even death in the worst case scenarios so when it's people that are lukewarm it's the same thing when you're not really going anywhere, you're you're metaphorically speaking, you're not going anywhere. Like you're half-hearted. That's what the what the definition said. You're half-hearted. You're unwilling to commit. You're wanting the benefits of both sides of the situation. And this can be for anything. This could be for work. And I wrote a couple of quotes just off of my mind in the top of my head. Like for work, it's like, I want to be associated with the success of the company, but I don't want to commit to the process. I just want to be there. For the results. Like I want to be part of it, but uh, I don't want the responsibility. It could be for life. I want nice things in my life, but I'm unwilling to work hard in order to earn them. Like I just want to be given them. I want those nice things and I want to show people that I have nice things, but I'm really not that hard of a worker for them. Or we can get a little more serious in life, like marriage. I love my wife and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. 
but I'm unwilling to give up my independence and the things I want in order to make the marriage thrive. That's half-hearted. You say you love one thing, you say that you're committed to this, but your actions on the other side are completely different. And that's what being lukewarm is. And that's just for anybody. But the same is true for Christians. And this is what Jesus was talking about when he was talking about the church, talking to the church of Laodicea. He said, basically, in, in what I hear Jesus saying is like, you say you love me, but you love the things of this world. You worship me on Sundays, but never talk to me about, uh, talk to talk to me or about me throughout the rest of the week. When was the last time that you spent time in my presence? No distractions, just you, me, and the word. When people are hot or cold, basically you're either for or you're against Christ, respectively. They're really the most honest that they ever are. You know where people stand. If you're cold for Christ, that means that you you don't believe in him, that you the you're you're not following him. When you're hot for Christ, that means that you are following him, that you that you're living 100% for him. And the good thing about that is one, if you're the hot, that means you're doing everything you can to make sure you're right and you're living right and uh, glorifying God. When you're cold, you have that opportunity opportunity to be heated up, to change, to be called. But when you're lukewarm, that just means that you were hot for Jesus at one point. You say you love him, but you kind of love the, the life that the world gives you or offers you. When you're lukewarm... Your witness for Jesus is compromised. People who are lukewarm, they claim that they love Jesus and and act like it around other believers. They may even lead Bible studies or volunteer at the local church from time to time, but when they're away from that setting, no one would ever know that they're followers of Jesus. No one could tell that on the weekend that they lead a Bible study. No one knows that they became a Christian when they were you know, 15, 16 years old or, or later in life because they're they're enjoying the life that this world gives them but also wanting to look like a, a, a very devout believer on the weekends or around other believers. See, when we live like this or let ourselves fall into these temporary temperature ruts, that's when sin starts to fester and grow in our lives, just like the bacteria in the stagnant water. It's no wonder why Jesus said that he would spit us out if we were lukewarm, because we're full of spiritual bacteria. When we're lukewarm, sin grows. We get to a spot where it's harder and harder to um, combat the uh, distractions, combat the temptations, and we let sin take over parts of our life. But we're very good at masking that we're good spiritual believers when we're around other people. So you might be wondering, how do we keep from getting lukewarm? In all reality, as Christians, as humans, it will always be a struggle. Human nature draws us towards sin, even when we truly love God. But the best things to combat this are the same things I've said countless times in this podcast. Number one, be in the word daily. And what I mean by the word is be in the Bible. 
read it, memorize it, meditate on it, do whatever you can to memorize it. It's just, that is how we get to know God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. It tells us how he's been, his character tells us about Jesus and the way he loves us and that if we're believers, how the Holy Spirit lives within us and is guiding us and he is our intercessor and that we're never alone on this earth. So when you're in the word daily, you get to know more about him. And hopefully through that, you're going to be you're going to be more motivated to get to know him even even better. Sometimes maybe it starts with five minutes a day. Maybe it starts with a little bit more. And then over time, all you want to do is get to know God better. And it takes time. It takes a commitment to that process. But you have to be in the Word daily. And this is something that I don't want you to think like, oh, uh, real easy for you to say. But it's not. I'm, I struggle with that every day of whether or not today I want to get up, I want to read. I miss days. I miss weeks sometimes. I'm not perfect. It's sad to say it, but it's true. But I know that the importance of it is there, and we have to be in the Word daily. Second of all, pray, pray, pray. Pray without ceasing. Everything you can do, you can have your mindset on God. You may not think it, but prayer is a two-way conversation between you and God. Nothing is off limits to him. If it concerns you, it concerns God. Sometimes we just have to stay silent and listen to what God has to tell us. And that most likely won't be an audible voice, but more of a thought that he's placing on your heart. and something that's just kind of gnawing at you. And you need to, um, you need to compare it to what it says in scripture because he's never going to tell us to do something that contradicts what it says in scripture, what he's already told us. So we have to be ready when he's talking to us to step out in faith and do what he's telling us. Third, we have to have accountability. Whether it's a spouse, a buddy, a mentor, or any like-minded believer, you just need to have someone or some people in your life who can, who you can trust to keep you accountable and to speak truth into your life when it's hard for you to see it for yourself. We don't always see things when they're right in front of us. Sometimes we need someone to let us know what the truth is, to point it out to us and let us know that we're, we've messed up or we're about to mess up and that we shouldn't make the decision that we're about to make. Be vulnerable with those people that you trust. Don't stay an island by yourself. You have to have people in there who are willing to, be, uh, to keep you accountable and who are willing to let you help them be accountable. In Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17, it's one of my favorite verses ever. It says, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Basically, it's meaning that people help people. A friend can help a friend get better. We sharpen each other. We keep each other on track. You have to keep each other accountable. You have to have people in your life who you trust to keep you accountable. That's those are the th- the three things that I can think of that are the most important. Be in the word daily, pray, and have accountability with people. Trust people, trust other believers, godly people in your life to keep you accountable. With that being said, all I'm gonna say is we gotta stop being lukewarm. And that means in every part of our life. 
if we've committed to do something, then we, then we got to commit to it. Then we got to go for it. That's what Christian people do. If we've made a commitment, then we follow through. We keep our word. If we're at work and we're just like kind of going through the motions, that's not godly work. We need to be working as if we're working for Jesus himself. Stop being lukewarm. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself. We, there's things in life that we have to just say enough is enough. And we are going to stand for what Jesus stand, stood for and stands for. And this is the way we're going to be. Because I'm a follower of Jesus. And Jesus is truth. And there's nothing greater than that. So I, I'm asking you, stop being lukewarm. Please do that this week. Start that this week. It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a struggle. But if you fall back on what I've asked you to do, be in the word, pray, and have accountability with others, I know you can do it. Jesus is there with you. The Holy Spirit's there to help you. We need to stop being lukewarm. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, please go on over to the website. It's gettingthegamepc.com. There you can check out our videos. You can uh, get links to all of our social media and uh, our email and uh, all of all that other stuff. Uh, also, if you want to just head on over to social media, you can get us right there. Um, our handle is at gettingthegamepc. And if you just want to get uh, get a hold of us, let us know how you're doing, have any praises, prayer requests, or you just have suggestions about the podcast itself, hit us up on email, gettingthegamepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you that way. And we'd love to get back to you. Thanks so much. I'm praying for you guys. I love you guys. Let's get off the sidelines. Stop making excuses and get in the game. See you next week. Peace. Get in the game. Thank you for listening to the Get in the Game podcast. Please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way to support us. Find us on YouTube and subscribe for more content. If you would like for us to pray for you, or if you have topics that you would like us to tackle in upcoming episodes, email us at getinthegamepodcast at gmail.com. That's getinthegamepodcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at getinthegamepc. If you've experienced getting off the sidelines and getting into the game yourself, please let us know. And remember, it's time to get in the game.